Lemonade, freshly brought to you by Bless Vision Foundation. This episode is sponsored by Rotary Club of Mandarin Hong Kong. Let's have another taste of life. Good evening. Great to see you at Lemonade. I think living in a place in Hong Kong, it is important to know about your rights and responsibilities. Well, tonight we are so honored to have Patricia Ho, and a human rights lawyer who has been involved in multiple judicial review involving human trafficking, refugee matters, migrant workers. She was honored in a TIP TIP report as a hero for defending the rights of uh, human trafficking victims and marginalized people. Well, tonight let's listen to her story. Welcome. Pet. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's Thank a you so strange much. Um, title as a hero. Um, it should be Shiro. Shiro, oh yes, it's a Shiro. <laughs> I'm so glad um, to have a pet with us today. Um, Thank you. I know that it must be very challenging in working on what you are doing now. So um, why you keep doing this? I've never viewed it from the perspective of whether it's very challenging. Mm. I've always viewed it as. Something that's incredibly meaningful and fun,、mm. in a way, because you know my passion has always been in in connecting your heart with what you do,、mm. and、um, you know I've always found it to be such a privilege to be able to spend your time doing meaningful work,、mm. um, and the challenges are things that you know just. Just makes your your brain work more, and <laughs> when you ultimately get to、um, make changes, if you manage to somehow impact lives, and and that you get to see all that happening, it's、mm. an incredible privilege. And so the challenges just turn into. You、a know, fun joy, yeah, a joy.、Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is、um, another perspective in seeing the challenge, and I'm I'm so encouraged by what you see. <laughs> and can you share one specific case that really got your attention? I mean, there there have been so many cases、mm. along the way,、mm-hmm. but I'll share with you maybe just one of the very first cases that、yes. gripped me and、mm. uh, you know really made me just focus on the gravity of what we. Have the privilege to do.、Mm. Um, I remember this was towards the very, very beginning of my career.、Um, I was working in an office、uh, with Mark Daly,、um, and I、uh, was helping to uh, represent uh, asylum seekers and refugees.、Mm. And I've just, you know, been meeting a lot of the clients along the way. One of them came in.、Um, he's a very, very young African boy. And I remember, as soon as he walked into the office, I was already quite stunned by the fact that he was so young,、mm-hmm. but that he was on his own. Okay. So, how old is he? Well, he was, I believe, about fifteen or sixteen. Sixteen、mm. at the time.、Mm-hmm. Um, I soon found out that he didn't have parents,、um, mm. and that he came to Hong Kong actually by himself. Sixteen years old came、yeah. to Hong Kong by himself.、Mm. And it w- it was really gripping because. It was a strange situation.、Um, he just didn't talk very much. He was silent. He didn't open up easily.、Mm-hmm. He just sat there. If he, if you ask him a question, he gives you one-word answers. What's It, that? It's you know, he, you ask him how old are you, then he'll just go sixteen. Oh.、Okay. What happened to you? I had to come. 
you know, things like that. And、mm. it was really quite a、uh, challenge、mm-hmm. to connect with him. Yeah, and to understand what actually happened to him, but、mm. you know, soon I slowly found out that、um, his parents were killed in his home,、oh. and he witnessed them being killed,、mm-hmm. and、uh, he himself was actually pursued by the army, who went stormed in his home into his home to to、mm. kill his parents. Basically, his parents were political opponents. Oh. Um, he leapt out of his room、mm-hmm. and dashed into、um, some of the bushes behind the home and basically ran from there.、Uh, but people pursued him.、Mm-hmm. Um, but but what struck me was, you know, he was just telling me these this story in bits and pieces, and I had to, you know, try to dig more information out of this to form、mm. the full picture. But what just hit me. Was when he showed me、um, the wounds on his body.、Mm. So you know, he showed me his ear, which had a massive hole in it,、mm. and they were bullet holes. Oh. Um, oh, at the beginning of my career,、mm-hmm. that was stunning. Yes. Then he showed me the side of his torso as well,、mm-hmm. and again there were bullet wounds,、uh, but they weren't actually、mm. going in. They brushed past his side of his torso. Oh my. Um, and I mean just. Just hearing about that and just realizing how close he was to death was in- insane. Yes.、Um, I I really struggled at the point to not just melt. <laughs>、mm-hmm. um, and and I struggled to to actually draw lines between my personal feelings and my、mm. professional duties.、Mm. Like for example, I found out that he's actually not. Had a lot of support in Hong Kong, so he didn't have much food. He didn't have、mm. shelter. I actually took him to a restaurant, and and I was thinking, oh, you know, I'm doing such a nice thing. I'll、mm. try to take him out.、Mm-hmm. But then he just didn't want to eat any of the food. It was just the wrong diet,、mm-hmm. you know. Like he's just not ever had food like that in his life.、Mm. And I think that I could tell he was just so upset with where he is at that,、mm-hmm. um, like he. Hunger doesn't even bother him so much.、Um, so it's just realizing the depth of the problem, and you know, it's not simple as let's share food, let's just write the stories out. It's a,、mm. there's a lot more to that. That that was striking to me.、Mm. Can I say that this is the very important case that changed your some perspective? For me, the story started. When I was in university, or, or、mm. very much growing up, I've always had a very deep sense of wanting to do、mm. justice at work.、Mm. I've I've had this、uh, thing in me that I I like to I wanted to be a lawyer. I also really questioned about my purpose in life a、mm-hmm. lot in、mm. university,、mm. and so my、um, focus at the time was really to find out what were some matters and issues in the world that I wanted to focus. Mm. On for for my work and and I was actually led initially to the the issue of human trafficking and and it was actually only when I got to to this office that、mm. I discovered more about you know the issues faced by refugees and I then devoted a lot my, my full attention there. In a way, it wasn't as though this case you know changed me and got me passionate about the work because that happened there. But what is it did was it just made it so. Real, <laughs> and、Mm-mm-mm. it it brought home the depth of the issue. 
I never can walk into doing this type of work and feel like I'm going to solve somebody's problem. I'm not.、Mm -hmm. I'm there to basically just help a little as far as I can. But what is the most difficult thing in helping like refugees or these marginalized people? The most difficult thing has to be communicating hope、mm. when you can't. Do very much of that because they are stuck in a system、mm -hmm. where they will probably be in limbo for a very long time. They have problems, and you feel like you know that it's something that should just be solved easily,、yeah. but you can't because I'm just a lawyer. I'm not, you know, the government. I can't change their status for them.、Mm -hmm. I can't change their policies for them. Right. I'm there just to help them advocate. When my clients come to me and they hope that、mm -hmm. I can help them、yeah. in their situation,、yeah. and I have to, you know, explain reality. Yes. I don't like giving false hope.、Mm. I find that quite difficult. Communicating the hope. Communicating. Communicating the <laughs> lack of hope. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, maintaining hope. Does that make well, sense? <laughs> well, that's too very extreme and controversial. And yeah, well, you always like walking in this how to balance these two sides. But these、mm. two is hard to balance, right? Yeah. What do you feel at the moment when you try to communicating the hope, but the reality you have to communicating lack of hope? How do you maintain your feeling, your emotion? Well, Because I can feel that you are so you you love them, <laughs> and how? Yeah. yeah, I realize that my value is in my professionalism. Um, my role when I meet every client is that I am I need to be a good lawyer for them,、mm -hmm. and so you know I'm not there to meet all the different functions and and to help them with all aspects.、Yes. And you know、mm -hmm. I can't. You know, suddenly become friends with everybody、mm -hmm. because that can affect my work. Yes. So、um, I try to basically do do my work professionally. A sharp difference between communicating just how terrible the system is,、mm -hmm. because that's the fact of the reality that they live in, and it can be really grim. But at the same time, does that mean that personally? They can't carry hope for their future. No, it's too different. It sounds so theoretical sometimes. <laughs> saying this, and sometimes I, I know that it doesn't always、uh, encourage a client.、Uh, they just need their reality to to improve. Have you ever been misunderstood by a client? For sure. I I think sometimes I'm the face that the client sees. The legal process and the system they live in is set up by the government,、mm -hmm. but I'm the one explaining it to them. Mm. So sometimes、um, they get really frustrated at me、mm. for not being able to change things for them.、Mm. Even when I explain my role, then the limited power that I have, some don't appreciate that. And they always you, think you can do more. They think that you can do more, or that you know you're responsible for their problems. Actually,、mm. thinking that I can do more, I don't mind.、Mm -hmm. But thinking that I'm responsible for the problems、mm. is hard to for me, actually, personally, to take. But but at the end of the day, I understand it's it's hard to understand these complexities sometimes.、Mm. Yeah. Wow. Sounds like. <laughs> very challenging,、mm -hmm. very challenging job and. A mission, 
when I listened.、Mm. I need some time to digest too. So let us have a rest and then come back. We will have a pet again. <laughs> Come back again. We have pet, and、um, well, I really want to ask pet. What is your dream? Oh gosh! <laughs> I think like all the questions. <laughs> seems,、mm. <laughs> they're rather big questions.、Yeah. My my dream. Um, you know, there there are the personal ones. Yeah. <laughs> there are the ones for my family. On the work side, I um. You didn't share also on your family side. No.、Oh, well. <laughs> <okay> . <laughs> I dream that、um, uh, I dream that everyone. I get emotional with this stuff.、Um, I'll, okay. I'll try to calm down. Right. I,、okay. I I dream that everyone could、um, find love and be have their needs met、um, mm. here. You know, I kind of think that it's very possible if everybody chips in. For the marginalized population that we work with, you know, it seems really hopeless where、mm, they're at, and,、yeah. and it seems like their problems are impossible to solve. You know, if everybody, you've got one person maybe helping to support them、um, as a friend, you've got some people helping with some finances, you've got some people helping with、um, making job opportunities happen.、Mm. Uh, making,、uh, giving them avenues for、uh, relaxation, for hope,、mm. uh, for for fun. Just、uh, you know, everybody can chip in in different ways, and and you know, my dream is that everyone who who doesn't who feels lost would、mm-hmm. find wholeness.、Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, everybody's just do their share, and、mm-hmm. then to combine together that will help each other.、Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. What is the trauma-informed approach, and why you like to doing this? In what what is to do in this approach? This is an approach which is relevant in the refugee space,、mm. um, in the domestic helper、um, labor problems, you know,、mm. labor dispute space, as well as in、um, the human trafficking. The common element in all of these spaces is that you're usually、um, dealing with a case. That concerns a vulnerable client,、um, a subject.、Mm-hmm. You know, sorry to call subject. It's just in the in the world of assessments and all、mm-hmm. of that. That's the story you're dealing with. Traditionally,、mm-hmm. if a refugee goes to a screening, they just ask get asked a bunch of questions. You know, what、mm-hmm. happened to you? When did you come to Hong Kong? What problems did you face in your country? Etc. Etc. Likewise, you know, for a domestic helper dispute, for example,、mm-hmm. um, a labor dispute, they get asked,、uh, you know, what exactly happened?、Um, uh, wh- wh- how how many hours did you work in one day?、Um, mm. wh- how exactly were you exploited? Etc.、Mm-hmm. So, you know, we focus on trying to get facts, yeah,、uh, get these facts together, yeah. And sometimes, if the the traditional Perspective is、mm-hmm. if you see that the facts don't quite come match together,、mm-hmm. or if there's some、um, contradictory elements、mm-hmm. to it,、mm-hmm. you immediately come to the conclusion that maybe the person's not credible.、Mm. But、um, in my experience, that is a very、um, shaky way to go about、mm. dealing with the matter,、mm-hmm. because what and this is where the trauma-informed approach comes in.、Mm. What we really need to understand before you even start the assessment or start looking into a case is 
You've got to understand that you're dealing with a person who could very well have been traumatized. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. And you need to understand what the implications of that would be, mm-hmm. which would be, for example, you know, the person is dealing with trauma. Mm-hmm. They can avoid to talk about it. Yes. Sometimes they suppress memories yes. such that you know mm. there would be elements that they forget or don't want to remember or don't right. want to talk about. Right, there right. are things they don't want to revisit. Yes. Yes. Sometimes there are things that happened in the past mm-hmm. that they pretend never happened. Mm. You know, them being very scared of mm. people they talk to, or and there's also just them not maybe understanding what they need to talk about, what they need to focus on. Mm. You know, if you ask what happened to you, what they say might not be the key elements that right, you right. think might be relevant. <laughs> yes. mm. So, you know, whenever you're approaching a case like this, you, you've got to understand that whole um, mm. reality first. Right. So then you understand, you know, how do we get the real story out here? Mm, and why they perform like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the answer has to be, well, you've got to create trust. Mm. You've got to create comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and you need to have a space where your client is able to tell you everything. Yes. And I think, you know, for example, officers um, in the government have to understand that because if they want to arrive at the truth of a matter, mm-hmm. they've got to facilitate all of that. Yeah, And it's not just about a clinical exercise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, that's basically the whole of the whole, the, the trauma-informed technique. And, mm. and the crux of it is, you know, at the end of the day, we want to find out the truth. Yes. We want to get to the bottom of what each case is all about. Right, right. And, you know, let's be real and yes. practical about how to do that. So, you know, <laughs> I don't think it's just like a like a soft, mm-hmm. um, like uh, wishful thinking type of approach. No, I think mm. it is actually a, a proper way to do it. Mm. When yeah. and when you start um, apply this approach to to you is there anything happened uh i think i mean, i understand that actually um if you look at um international best practices mm. this is an approach that's well documented it's it's all out mm. there so if you learn it you, you'll actually learn the, the process and the steps on how to deal with it mm. uh, i didn't actually learn this and i've never heard about it in the past mm. it's just um Sort of, I've grown up in an environment where we try to be empathetic to each uh-huh. other, and so in a way, it's quite second nature to me. Mm. And, but then I slowly realized myself, just in practice, that it's so important. Mm. Like, oh, I realize that if I want to find out the truth, you know, like the boy right. I talked about, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, what he, the way he acted, was very typical of yes. somebody who's gone through trauma. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, like for me, I didn't know about trauma-informed approach. I just mm-hmm. tried to think about, what, right, how do we, how does he trust me? Mm-hmm. How do I make him feel comfortable? Mm-hmm. How do I slowly, you know, try to understand that, you know, he's very sad and, mm-hmm. and try to get uh, the facts out bit by bit. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. also the reason that you received the training for um, the psychosocial and mental health interventions? Yes, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's just realizing that it's not enough for me to just know the law because that's just a small part of it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's that whole thing, you know, I want to understand. You're not only understand. a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to understand their psyche. I worry sometimes that they're not telling me the whole story. Oh, the whole story. So yeah. I want to know why. How do I get behind it? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I want to learn about the mental health issues. I want to know what the symptoms are. 
how it affects their memory.、Mm-hmm. Um, and I just found out for me that all of those elements are so important.、Mm-hmm. So you know, which is why I'm a huge champion at the moment for interdisciplinary approaches in、mm-hmm. dealing with these cases. Is that the mental health problems and、uh, the emotional problems are very serious, or、uh, in the、um, refugees group or marginalized people? Generally, yes,、mm-hmm. um, but it's not so obvious sometimes because what we find is, you know, in the refugee community、um, or just in minority populations,、mm. their coping mechanisms are incredible.、Mm. They really are extremely strong individuals.、Mm. So sometimes,、um, you know, it doesn't. It's not that obvious that maybe、mm. there's severe depression going on,、mm-hmm. or there's like post post traumatic、mm. uh, stress disorders and anxiety disorders and all of that. There's also quite a resistance to talk about these things,、yes. you know. And、yes. I can I can understand, you know, if I've gone through a really hard time,、mm-hmm. I don't want to feel soft because I'll break down. Yeah, right. Because there's <laughs> the only one that you can defend and protect yourself. That's the right. Things.、Mm. Mm. If want you to share a sweetest moment. Into your path, <laughs> what's that? I, I guess it's when some clients succeed、mm-hmm. and they get protection, they get recognized by the government,、um, they get to move to another country to resettle. It's really amazing when they come back and thank、uh, me and my team for、mm-hmm. all the work that's been done. Mm-hmm. And it's really nice when the efforts that went in、mm-hmm. would be acknowledged. I mean, other th- I mean, there are so many things that I mean. Sometimes when we have interns working with us and students、mm-hmm. working with us, and they they tell you that the methods that they've learned、mm-hmm. um, on how to deal with cases are very inspiring、mm-hmm. to them.、Mm-hmm. They realize it's not just about the simple legal skills. Yeah,、uh, I say simple, not simple. <laughs> <laughs> But、um, you know, when I hear all that, I find all that very sweet.、Mm. Yeah. Usually, how many years a case will go?、Oh. It varies so much.、Mm. Um, sometimes people think that if it's a genuine case, it's simple, it's fast,、mm. and sometimes that's true.、Mm-hmm. So sometimes I have,、um, like, when it comes to the refugee space,、uh, I have clients who can have their cases recognized within, say, three months.、Mm. But.、Um, There, there also have been cases, and, and there's one in my mind that was very challenging.、Mm-hmm. That took、uh, over ten years. I think、over、it was somewhere、years. between ten and twelve years、wow. before they were recognized, and then they've now resettled to another country. Part of that case was actually about breaking through the trauma. Wow! Because that. The the clients weren't able to actually、mm-hmm. share the whole story until ten years into the time they were in Hong Kong,、oh. because they just never have been able to share the core issue until that point. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and also like along though, it took a long time for them to get the right support. Like yeah. Looking back, you know, if they had got the right support and the right approach and to the deal trust, with their case, yeah, yeah, a lot earlier, yeah, I believe it would have. Been dealt with so much sooner. <laughs> What is the energy or strength keep you moving on? Oh, do you feel、uh, tired actually? <laughs> <laughs> no, I am frequently tired.、Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you you go through different、um, phases.、Uh, my family, I I 
uh, rely on so heavily. I've got three little kids, mm. um, and it's amazing how when you spend time with them and when you see them, you just don't forget about you, you completely forget about all your all the problems <laughs> at work, and, and it's just fun. Um, like I don't, I, I have a faith, and uh, uh, I just know that God. Continues to give me strength all the time, mm-hmm. and I've just got to lie back and rela- rely on that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if I don't have that sort of external source of strength, mm-hmm. I really don't think it's possible to to do and, and because because a lot of what we do requires you to carry hope. Yeah. Yes. And it's really difficult to do that yeah. uh, when you see such grim realities all the time. Right. Mm. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm really honored to have Pat to share with um, her story. And uh, this is a very, very meaningful interview. And thank you for your time, Pat. Thank you. Sorry, I talk so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Pat. Thanks very much. Thank you. And good night, everyone. For anyone who wants a new TV, listen in. A program organized by Hong Kong Council of Social Services is giving free digital TVs and TV boxes to ethnic minorities and elderly. So grab your chance now and go to digitaltv.hkcss.org.hk for more details and apply. If you need any assistance in the process, you can contact us on 2155-2707. 2155-2707. Remember to tune in the Lemonade same time next week.